Franchise. Yep. The podcast about franchises of all shapes, sizes, and types. Yep. I like to order episode for delivery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I get a Jimmy John's episode with Tom and Fred? Yep. Can I get that freaky fast? Yep. <laughs> Wait, sweetie, I want something else. I want an extra sauce packet. <laughs> Welcome to State of the Franchise, the podcast that talks about franchises of all shapes, sizes, backgrounds, genres, and types. I'm your host, Tom Stadler, here with my fellow host, Fred Dakin. Fred, or are you Fred Bacon this week? I might be a little Fred Bacon this week, and we'll get into that soon. (laughs) Tom, I'm feeling great. This is one of our food episodes, and this is a special episode because the place that we're covering is a place that I've worked at, Mm -hmm. you have worked at, indeed, and our guest has worked at. Yes, they have. We have Shannon Castles, a local comedian here in Milwaukee, on to talk to us about Jimmy John's, the sandwich chain restaurant. Hi, Shannon. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. You buy, we fly, am I right? (laughs) Oh, we'll get into that. (laughs) So Jimmy John's, you guys, sandwich capital that was freaky fast and maybe, I mean, we do have to talk about outside of our personal story, which we'll be sharing on this podcast, the whole idea that they were freaky fast and are no longer. But, um... Yeah, I mean, Jimmy John's has been around since 1983, and they are known for, I mean, you still get quick-ish orders, especially if you're in-store. I mean, Oh, yeah, they're the sandwich artists, I don't know if they're still sandwich artists, if it's Jimmy John's, mm-hmm. they if you go in and get a takeout sandwich, it's done in no time. They're tossing it to you. Right. Sub-slingers. Oh, yeah, the slubs, sub-slingers. <laughs> was, that like a, was that a code that you guys used amongst yourselves? Oh, yeah, you had to become a mayo master, a <laughs> salami slicer. There's all kinds of phrases, and funnily enough, they also correlated with pay raises. Oh. They would time us. They would time us on how quick you could make a sandwich. That's so funny. Oh, man, I do have to ask something about that. But um, I think, yeah, just to get started then, since we already have been introduced as former employees of this franchise, Shannon, what was some of your first exposure to Jimmy John's even prior to working there? And then when did you start working there? Yeah. So I vividly remember when a Jimmy John's came into town. Mm. Uh, I went to, uh, I lived in Mount Prospect back in the day. And it was like 2008, maybe 2009. They just opened up a Jimmy John's right down the road on Elmhurst. And we fell in love. We loved it. I think it instantly became the best sub spot. I feel like they never messed up. Mm -hmm. I feel like the bread was always fresh. You know, like, especially compared to like Subway, you know, it just always like hit the spot. But at Subway, you eat fresh. (laughs) Are you telling me they're liars? But according to Ireland, Subway doesn't have bread. The sugar content in Subway's bread is enough to make it not bread, according to the Irish. Is that like Irish soda bread? Is that the whole idea? (laughs) No, this is a study in Ireland they did about Subway's bread. Apparently it has so much sugar, cannot be qualified as bread. Well, if anybody knows bread, it's the Irish. (laughs) Famously known for it. (laughs) Yeah. But also, like, I thought the aesthetic was really fun, Mm -hmm. especially back in the day. Like, they were just, like... The walls were marred with all kinds of like fun phrases and stories and quips and jokes, um, and like the checkerboard kind of red and black and white vibe. I don't know. I feel like it would, you know, it was a great time. Just kind of a change up from like a subway, which I mean, yeah, I guess even around the time Jimmy John's became more expanded, like 
wasn't really i guess subway was subway at that point right oh for sure mm-hmm. subway was subway. oh yeah i feel jimmy john's you know like many sub places uh jimmy john's jersey mike's you know there was a little falling out of quality in subway and also spokesmen of subway so i feel like jimmy john's and jersey mike's cleaned up around that yeah. time yeah for sure and our local favorite here cousin subs yeah, I love a cousins. Boo. Anti cousins over here. Wow. Jimmy John's always over cousins. Okay. Well, okay. we could talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that. So when did you start working at Jimmy John's then? I started working at Jimmy John's, I believe, early twenty thirteen. Okay. And you worked for how long? I left uh in twenty fifteen. Okay, so oh. solid three-year run Solid there. three years. Is that Milwaukee area, Jimmy John? Brady or? Street. Brady Street. Call oh, out. wow. That's right in, like, the the war zone there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, some of the best years of my life. Really? I had a great time. Uh, I feel like it was just a merry band of misfits. It's kind of culty. I feel like once you talk to someone else who's worked at Jimmy John's, you kind of understand the cult mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was a fun environment. Like you got to make subs fast. You never had to deal with customers for like longer than five minutes. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun, drunk customer stories. A couple mm-hmm. heroin stories. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Brady Street. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you had a similar experience, but like it's kind of like a summer camp when you work at Jimmy John's, where like those are like the people you hang out with. Like I just remember, like, I have a few friends from that time that I still talk to, but like those were the people I would hang out with after work. We would go to this one house. It was called the Jimmy Trap House, mm-hmm. and it was on like uh locust heading towards north and i remember there was like a hole in like the floor at one point and i just think it's funny that you work at a place like that you're with these people all the time you hang out after work and then i don't talk to any of those people anymore really (laughs) i feel like the jimmy john's kind of like definitely changed my trajectory my like roommate was from there we lived together for like three plus years Mm. I like I still talk to a bunch of people. Like one of them just got married. I went to their wedding two Aww, years ago. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So I still talk to a bunch of them. I mean not like every day. We're not hanging out anymore, but we still talk. Mm-hmm. So you have pretty fond memories of that of I do. I mean like obviously there was any kind of culprit or uh bullshit from the corporate level, but I feel like for the most part it was always a good time because the people were always fun. Yeah. Well, I mean the people always make the the work environment better, right? Yeah. And then you Keep going back there. Obviously, you ate some today, <laughs> but that's uh, it's great. It's good, good ringing endorsement for old James Jonathan there. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a, such a thing as uh, the uh, Jimmy hazing, oh. and that was when you would uh, first get some bread out of the ovens. The huh. uh, gloves were too short, and so the oven pan would come and hit your top of your arm. And so every new person always had burns. I was just <laughs> going to ask about that because I think that even happened to me too. Uh-huh. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. So, Fred, you mentioned then that you worked for Jimmy Johnson. When did that occur? I worked, I believe, like 2009 to 2010. Okay. So, yeah, a good two years there. Yeah, it was like a year and a half. I uh, worked uh, in the Glendale area of Ooh, Milwaukee. Bougie. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good for that. Definitely got good tips. I was strictly a delivery driver. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, I was fired from my Jimmy John's. Oh, I will say. wow! And it wasn't like even a good story. I wish it was, but it was just that. Uh, they were short staffed. I was making up a lot of time. I had a vacation coming up, and I was like. 
covering shifts, telling them, hey, if I take this shift, I'm going to need this time off. And I was like, we got you. We got you. I'm on vacation with my family. I get a call. Where are you? And then I was fired when I got back. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so I have like that little kind of uh, I'm a little salty, much like their their deli meats. I'm pretty salty <laughs> with Jimmy John's, but it is my number one nostalgic sandwich because I have eaten. You know, when you work there, you get a sandwich every day. Yep. I've eaten so much Jimmy John's. I got yep. so fat off Jimmy John's. Yes, man, it's so easy to do. Where is the one in Glendale? Is it by Bayshore Mall? No, well, kind of. It's off of Port Washington Road, but like Port Washington and Good Hope by like okay. Samurai. Yeah. Okay. I got you now. I know by the exactly where that is. Yeah. Kind well, that's that's, that's the Fox Point okay. further that's down. Yeah. That's like the Fox Point location, which was like kind of our sister store where we'd like, you know, you got to drop off bread there. Yeah. It was by a pick and save that is now a Metro Market. So because mm-hmm. I think Metro Market bought all the pick and saves. Is that something? There's still happened? pick and saves. I think like in are they like are, merged or something like that. They always were the same company. Okay, so they can just kind of like, like some places are metro market, some places like, are not. Some places are a target, some places are super target. Right, <laughs> some places are <laughs> Target Greenland. Oh, Did you guys have those? No, you never saw Target Greenland. Mm-mm. Look it up. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not worth looking up. It sounds like just so like a lot of lawn care. <laughs> no, it was like a Walmart. What's the superstore? Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say like the Walmart, like the grocery one that you see. It was something like that. Because Greenland, I'm assuming, was produce. Like Target Greenland, smaller Target produce. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, to have like their grocery in there for Mm -hmm. sure. Oh, okay. Maybe I have heard of that, but I don't know if I ever heard it called Target Greenland. So, (laughs) makes sense. So was that the first time you had had Jimmy John's Fried, or when was your first exposure to it? When I moved here, I did not hear. I hadn't heard about Jimmy John's till I moved to Wisconsin. Why hadn't you heard of Jimmy John's Fried? Cause I was born in a small town. <laughs> it's hard to get Jimmy's in a small town. No, I didn't. I you know like my sandwiches were made at home. You know, like yeah. I, there wasn't like chain sandwich places. But when I moved here, I remember it more as like. The friends I made, that was like a place you could get a job. Oh, yeah. that's That was my knowledge of Jimmy John's. It wasn't like, oh, this is a good place to get food. Like, oh, like, because I always wanted to be a delivery driver. Not yeah. like as a career, but you like. like two years old. Like, when I grow up. No, I wanted to be a cop or I wanted to be a dump truck driver. Those are the jobs I wanted to be. You know, a dump truck driver probably makes pretty good money. That's what I, well, the story is my mom said like, oh, dump truck driver, don't you want to do something? And then I remember when I was like in fifth grade, I came back from like a parent, like where you bring your parent to work. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, my friend Rick his dad is dump truck driver. He actually makes really good money, so I think I might be a dump truck driver. <laughs> Man, that that would have been kind of a nice little like backup gig if you couldn't mm-hmm. get anything else. But uh, I will say, I went as a archaeologist instead to our career day that same week because it was like a whole career week because they wanted you to come in as like your number one occupation. <laughs> that been fresh on the heels of what Lost World. No, it was because I just wanted to be Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. oh wrong movie franchise. I'm sorry. We'll end, we'll end up talking about it. I feel but, like we're making a lot of promises about Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, that's that a, that's the only reason I brought it up was to like sow seeds for Indiana Jones. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get through the Dial of Destiny and see how that one goes. I heard Harrison Ford say that's going to be his last one. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's probably about time he's, what, 80? <laughs> Put down the whip. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah he's in Yellowstone now. 
Yeah, that's right. He's hanging out up at the park. <laughs> Get off of my ranch. Is Yellowstone, is that actually about like living in the park or what? All right. We got to get back to Jimmy Jones, but I will say Yellowstone is just a ranch called the Yellowstone. has nothing to do with the Yellowstone Park. Okay. And each of these throwback seasons is a different generation of Dutton. Oh. Oh, okay. So you got your Harrison Ford Dutton, and then you have like that country singer is the uh, 1887. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is the House of the Dragon. Yeah, it's the House of the Dragon. Of the... Of the <laughs> but yeah, that... Fargo. Kind yes, of. definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another good one. But yeah, when it comes to Jimmy John's, I didn't really have any until I moved to Wisconsin. Yeah. Wow. I do kind of remember when Jimmy John showed up because it just sort of popped up one day because I was playing middle school and I remember specifically we had like a... They had like an outing for all the kids. They were like, oh, we're going to go to a museum. But then on the way back, everybody gets to pick a restaurant they want to go to. So it's like McDonald's, um, Subway and, you know, something else. And then Jimmy John's was on there. I'm like, what the heck is Jimmy John's? That sounds like crummy food. Like, <laughs> and I remember a buddy of mine, too. Like, we all like actually submitted forms and like doing that. He forgot. So like we're all going to go to McDonald's. And he's like, I got to go to Jimmy John's because that was the only open spot left. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sucks, man. But then I finally went to a Jimmy John's just for lunch one day. Or, and I was like, whoa. This is actually pretty good. I was just like blown away how quick I got the sandwich. And then years later, I think I had gotten in from a friend who was like, oh, you can get an easy job at Jimmy John's. Just like walk in and do it. So it was like after my sophomore year of college, for the summer, I went and worked for Jimmy John's. So it was probably not even four months, to be honest, you guys. Did (laughs) you get fired? I did not. I had to quit to go back to school because I was uh, going to school at Madison at the time. And I worked at the one in Mequon because that's where I lived at the moment when I was living with my parents. And so we kept going north. We started Milwaukee, and then we made our way up to Glendale, the Mequon, and they're all kind of basically down a very... If you drew a straight line from the one at Brady Street to Mequon, it's almost probably like... Mm completely perpendicular we had the whole southern eastern part of wisconsin <laughs> all the oak leaf trail anybody who wanted a sandwich knew they had to come into our territory <laughs> <laughs> it's so but i was a delivery driver too and that was uh i was also a delivery driver later on for pizza but i do remember just loving the idea of just being able to go in the car throw on some music and do it and you met some characters there so when you guys talked about the call i'm like I don't think I ever got quite ingratiated in that because I was still just maybe a bit too young for it. But I definitely saw those vibes around the people who worked there. Mm-hmm. And we had a night manager who I think was like perma-stoned. <laughs> There's always a few at Jimmy John's. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, I mean, not to say anything about anybody working at Jimmy John's. Obviously, we're, we're speaking very well about the work environment. It's not crack the whip unless corporate's there checking on you right their stopwatches but until those jimmy tunes came on y'all uh, weren't there for that shit was that was that like you'd put on a song when like a certain person was coming in so you knew you'd had to like straighten up <laughs> no they literally made like essentially an itunes but it was only music that jimmy selected and we couldn't oh, listen to the wow. music that he picked <laughs> and like there were like a couple hundred so it wasn't like just five songs but it was still like 
very limited selection. Mm. And I remember, yeah, they got implemented and we were like, okay, cool. Is this the part of the podcast where we say, fuck Jimmy John, he's a piece of shit? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for my language. I think we should get that out of the way. True. Don't kill big animals. It's that not nice. That's my woulda, coulda. Damn it. I'm sorry. I ruined everything. I just, it was, it was hanging over me. And I feel like that's something that I think about whenever I get Jimmy John's now, which yeah. is very rarely, is that's the reason why I'm not about it. Yeah. I think there's definitely some problematic with the ownership. We could talk a little bit about that. It's a perfect segue because the business was founded by Jimmy John Leotow in 1983. So after he graduated high school, his dad gave him the choice to either join the military or start a business. And Jimmy John decided to do the latter. And initially had started a hot dog business, but then changed that to a sandwich business due to costs. Because apparently it's more expensive to run a hot dog business than a sandwich business. That doesn't track, right? No. Like, How can hot dog buns and hot dogs cost more than sandwich ingredients? Yeah, that surprised me. Yeah, hot dogs keep... And they have to they cut that meat pretty regularly. I will say that about Jimmy John's. People have always are like, well, Jimmy John's, they probably get the meat pre-sliced. No, it's sliced it's there. It's all fresh. Yeah. It's all fresh sliced. It's just not like at Jersey Mike's where they're doing it right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can usually see someone slice them. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and I think you can kind of tell some of the stuff's fresher, but I don't know. It, that's, that's one that I'm like, maybe they just threw that in like all these like history articles just to kind of make it seem like, oh. Look how smart he is. What a good businessman, Jimmy I did John see is. their original menu only had four subs. Oh, really? So it like, could be just like the the lack of a variety that helped. What were the four sandwiches did you see? I believe it was like the Pepe, the Vito, uh, a tuna, time. and probably a turkey. Ooh. But I don't think the other ones weren't named the same, but the Vito and the Pepe were named the um, same when I looked at the menu real quick. Because they didn't call it the Turkey Tom until you started working yeah. there, right? Yeah, exactly. Once you start working there, they were like, oh. <laughs> Oh man, we gotta call this the this turkey, turkey Tom. <laughs> this turkey. Look at this turkey. You know, in fact, it was one year after I was born, you guys. <laughs> Your Uncle Jimmy John. Uh, yeah, so Jimmy John. used to take me on all his vacations with me. Jimmy John said, This boy is special. One day he'll be a limited employee for me. And, then <laughs> and this will all be yours one this, day. Like Willy Wonka just yeah. like got. Uh, Man, he, he just does Charlie kind of dirty. At first, he's ready to kick his ass out of there. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, right. You didn't steal from me. Great. Cool. <laughs> so 1988, uh, Jimmy John met Jamie Coulter, who at the time was a Pizza Hut franchisee and would later become the CEO of Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon. Yeehaw. Okay. Lone Star is big in the east was big on the east coast for me. That was like a Texas Roadhouse. Was that one of the places that was near your, your hometown? <laughs> that was a place that was near my hometown, but I did have to drive to Westminster about thirty five minutes to get there. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it was still a commute, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we still had to get there, but Lone Star was the same deal. You throw the peanuts on the floor and everything. How uh, many horses did it take to get there? Um it took two if they were the strong ones. <laughs> Why is that a thing that people throw peanuts on the floor of the restaurant? Because AJ Bombers yeah. does that too in Milwaukee. There's a few places that do that. Really? Maybe just like the haphazardness about it. Something I thought fun. it was like the saloon vibe. Oh, oh maybe. You know, like there's just shit on the ground. <laughs> in a jug with your yeah. shoe. Or is it that like peanut shells can like soak up like drippings though too and it's like easy to sweep <laughs> you know what i mean it's like sawdust right like <laughs> that's disgusting if that's the point 
it picks up other dirt. <laughs> I, think it, I think it might be something. That's to like it. that, like baby clothes that like pick up dirt when they're on the ground. Have you seen those? It's no. like a squeegee that you put on your baby. Why would you turn so your so thing so into cool. a mine? And then you see it on there. Oh, that's so mean. So anyway, Coulter mentored Jimmy John and taught him how to effectively run all these units. And eventually, Jimmy John's began franchising in 1994. So he sold his first franchise and in addition to the 10 stores that were owned by Jimmy John himself. So the first franchise store opened in, hello, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Mm. In 2001, the 100th Jimmy John's store opened in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I thought it was I thought you were going to be... My Mount Prospect, Illinois. <laughs> I was like, wait, did you say Mount Prospect or Mount Pleasant? By 2002, the company had 200 stores, 10% of which were corporate stores that Jimmy John oversaw himself. Although I would feel like Jimmy John, it feels like he's everywhere. Like, I've even seen the guy. I only worked there for four months. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you saw the actual Jimmy John? Yeah, he came in. I never saw him. We saw I saw David Gru, uh, David Gruber. Yeah, the one call. That's all. Yeah, I saw him once. That was kind of cool. Oh my gosh, <laughs> is that like your famous celebrity like customer story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the one famo I saw. <laughs> wow, that's still a pretty. I mean, David Gruber is Milwaukee. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you see him, it's like seeing Jesus walking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, Jimmy John's has over twenty seven hundred locations. 98% of them are franchises. And they are also now owned by Inspire Brands. They purchased the company from Rourke Capital Group, who had uh, purchased the majority stake of the company back in 2016. So that's kind of where Jimmy John's is at now. Jimmy John himself, not really somebody worth throwing laurels on because, yeah, he's... <laughs> was it? What did he hunt in Africa? It Just was, like big game hunting, and I think he had pictures with like wasn't it like a rhino i think mm-hmm. oh. yeah like stuff you shouldn't be hunting because you know there's not a lot of them yeah and like in 2016 too or whatever i just don't i'm not into those people who like you know like i'm not big i'm not like an anti-hunting guy but people are gonna like increase the odds and do this kind of elitist hunting like in africa i'm not about that yeah there's the difference between people who are hunting deer in wisconsin where there's like actual like nature benefits to all that versus mm-hmm. like going to Africa and hunting endangered animals. There's yeah. something wrong about that. But the food cooks, I mean, we like it. <laughs> I gotta say it's 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 the most serviceable sub sandwich I've ever had yeah. from like a restaurant. I because I've anytime I've gotten Jimmy John's, it's gonna be what you expect. I've never gotten a sandwich where I was like what what the hell is going on here? You know, like I've gotten that with other places, but Jimmy John's is usually consistent at the least. Mm. Maybe not with service (laughs) so much, but quality of food. It's very consistent. Yeah. I did also once get an underproved sub delivered. And it was like one of those nights where we were all a little drunk and got back from the bar like the three of us ordered subs. They got normal looking subs, and mine literally looked like a slim, but like even skinnier. Oh, <laughs> it was no. like a normal number one I probably ordered or whatever. And I was like so disappointed because I'm like a little drunk. I was like, I just wanted the bread. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more disappointing, yeah, when you just don't even get the bare minimum yes. at that point. And usually you do. That's what I'll say. Usually mm-hmm. Jimmy John's like they take their bread very seriously. Yeah, they do. Do you think that's the best part of a Jimmy John's sandwich? Is it the bread? That's probably the the love they put in. 
Yeah, what are the things? <laughs> Just that, kidding, definitely the bread. What 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 is the thing though that makes Jimmy John's besides like the people and the experience of working there? What do you think are like the things about the food or the restaurant itself are like make it something you're like I'll go back there again and get it. Yeah, I think the bread for sure. At least when I worked there, um, if it was over four hours old, they either tossed it or made it a day old bread. Oh, wow. so it was always very fresh. Uh, and I feel like just like the simplicity of it, like kind of like Taco Bell, I feel like most menu items on Taco Bell are good because they're kind of the same ingredients just mixed around. You know, I was actually thinking earlier today and I was like, I don't know if this makes sense, but I was like, I feel like Jimmy John's is the Taco Bell yeah. of sandwich restaurants. It's consistent. It's easy. And I feel like the, yeah, like the environment doesn't make you want to die. Like at least me, when I go into a subway, I kind of like regret my life choices. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Like I get a craving for Subway every once in a while, but it's a craving for a Subway that it does not exist anymore. True. <laughs> no, there was definitely a difference between Subway circa, what have we talked about, 2001 versus mm-hmm. Subway now, where it just doesn't, it, it feels like you're getting like stuff that's been kept in the cooler for mm-hmm. a day, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when it came to the bread. Yeah. They need like yeah. a Domino's type kick in the butt when Domino's got that in like, what, 2010? <laughs> and it was like, we need, we're going gonna to redo our recipes and start from scratch. Well, you had the idea to bring back their spokesperson, right? That was what you were talking about. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, Jared. I don't want to talk about Jared. Jared and Jimmy John, probably good friends. <laughs> don't want to know what they traded in or anything like that. <laughs> Tom told me he was bidding on a pair of oversized pants on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is just awful. Just awful that that even happened. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy John's doesn't even have like a spokesperson necessarily, though. They have, like, Fred just and I were him. even, we were talking about commercials, though. I was like, they have like a like a whispering logo in some Jimmy of them. Jimmy John. Oh, yeah. Well, it used to be the you know the the freaky guy. fast. I the guy like that, that we the paid thing. lots of money to be here earlier to yeah, record that right. intro. That's right. Yep, that was uh, yep. Uh, uh, dread freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Which like I always thought the guy sounded very New York, like the Jimmy John's. You know, yeah, Jimmy John. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, yeah, because they weren't even like probably that prominent in New York when that was. No, that much was later because it's almost a Midwest. No, I, it feels like it started Midwest then spread because I actually remember being like because when I was I was on vacation in Charleston mm-hmm. when I got fired. I remember seeing a Jimmy John's rapper in the street and being oh. like, oh. "They out here." <laughs> yeah, I had pride because I hadn't been fired yet. I was like, "Look <laughs> at Jimmy John's out here." Yeah, and, the yeah. little engine that could. <laughs> yeah, the bread is definitely very good though um i mean we were having a little bit of the cookie earlier um a solid cookie well soft cookie but great cookie yeah i do like how soft the cookies are though they go down nice yeah and you mentioned with the bread that they would sell well i don't know if you mentioned this they would get rid of the four was it four hours old they get rid of it yeah they'd keep track of every timing and they'd move the bread up and then you'd Mm. toss it half of it and half of it you'd turn to day old bread yeah Mm. then they would sell like a loaf which was about two subs worth for 59 cents right Mm. i think it was even cheaper when it first started and then now i think it might be up to like 75 or something oh wow one of the best things ever was i one time you know i had a loaf of that and I would make peanut butter and jelly with that bread, Ooh. and it was dynamite. Right? I make garlic bread. Ooh, yes. I make my own meatball subs. Yeah. I do Got also want to shout out the multigrain bread or the whole grain bread. Yeah. Unsung hero, I feel. Yeah. Or whole wheat. I'm, what, what is the it? The whole wheat bread almost took off my pinky, so <gasps> I mean, we don't have a good time with each other. Oh, <laughs> no. I still have the scar. Ooh. 
yeah, she does. I saw it. Hit the it. bone. Hit the bone. Holy Dang. cow. That's got to be scary. It well, was. Fortunately, you didn't lose a finger. Yeah. Which I also saw people do. What? <laughs> well, the, only tips. Only oh, tips. Just the tip. <laughs> Even still, that's just too much. Man. I don't know. Some people are just too gung-ho and they just go in. Especially, I mean, look, the environment, we know some people aren't sober when they're working there. And it's just something you can't really sniff up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they don't always hire the smartest bunch. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got that firsthand tonight. We can maybe talk a little about that story. But we decided to order some Jimmy John's, thinking it'd be a, a fun experience, you know, mm-hmm. to have some food before we... We sat down to our podcast and... Uh, Go off, Tom. Yeah, well, no, so <laughs> I placed, placed the order over lunch thinking, okay, scheduled to be here 6.15, 6.30, perfect timing, right? You know, it's a nice evening podcast recording. As far as you're concerned, we did this the day before you're listening to this episode. You don't know. But <laughs> we, uh, so we, we all congregated and uh, 6.45 came by. It's okay, reasonable, 7 o'clock. Okay, that's odd. I'm going to give them a call. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all for delivery. Uh, okay. 7.15. Um, all right. I'm going to start thinking about uh, maybe giving them a call. Another 15 minutes goes by. Call them up again. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, it's out for delivery. And I'm like, yeah, it's been an hour since I've asked for this to be delivered. And they're like, oh, well, it's going to be there. I'm like, well, if it's still out for delivery, this is over an hour late. And the, the branch I'm talking about, I've ordered from um, multiple times, not by choice, but by, by selection. Natural selection, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they have always been consistently late. There's just a really bad location in Milwaukee. Um, most are pretty good. I will say I've had great experiences at them. More than one Jimmy John's in the Milwaukee area, but this one, not great. Uh, hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, getting, hold on. Getting choked up. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. Uh, um, right, but... It, it, then they're like, oh, yeah, we delivered it to your house. And I was like, well, I said to deliver it to my side door. I, It's in the notes. It says side door. She goes, oh, it wasn't in the notes. I'm like, it was in the notes. I'm like, I went down there and looked, and it's not there. And she's like, well, it's on the porch. I'm like, why is it on the porch? I didn't say to put it on the porch. I put it on the side door. And I, I ended And up, for reference, that's a different apartment. Yes. We live in a duplex here with the yeah. tower not to dox myself yeah we're not gonna dox <laughs> who it is but a past guest lives on the first floor so we have contacts yeah if something gets delivered and they did not get a notification because i did not get a notification <laughs> from said individual and we checked the receipt and it did say side door yeah so uh i think mr jimmy john himself might be getting a strongly worded email <laughs> at some point hey, jimmy johns get off your jeep wrangler in the sahara get back <laughs> on a flight and fix us a sandwich that works yeah. and deliver it to the right side of the house on right. time and or at least in a general time <laughs> we don't know how long those sandwiches were out there they still tasted good luckily it's like really cold in wisconsin right now <laughs> so it was perfectly refrigerated on the front porch mm. but uh, not not a great situation, but I think that actually brings me to the whole thing of like, so freaky fast, no more. But it was freaky fast back in the day. So what was the whole story with that changing? Were you guys there when that happened? I was working there when they told us to stop saying it. Okay. And I don't know if this is actually true, but the rumblings in the Jimmy world was that it like would make them liable if they like caught caught speeding or if they got into a car accident you know it was just like more of like bad press mm. which may have also just been 
chitter chatter, not actually the reason. Sure, but it does make sense. I mean, if you have a delivery driver speeding, it's like doesn't yeah. matter. You gotta obey the law. The right. thing that the managers at Jimmy John's would tell us, and I I'm, now I'm gonna go off and say this: this is true. They would say. We have an unspoken deal with the police. They come here and get free sandwiches. When they see that Jimmy John sign on your car and you're speeding, they're not going to pull you over. Mm-hmm. And I believed that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like for, I was like, oh, yeah, with that, I'm golden. Well, so I, did I have got a, a golden ticket. <laughs> Bring it back to. I can go 20 over. But I did have another delivery job after I delivered pizzas for a couple of years. And. The owner there did actually say that he kind of had like a not written down agreement that sort of like I've kind of told the cops when they come in here and have pizza like like out front those are my delivery drivers you know it's like might cut you a deal mm-hmm. if you look the other way when they're driving because mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't have signs on our cars from there so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, the police are always good with, you know, follow through and, you know, listening and all that <laughs> Following stuff. Following protocol. You, know, you can really trust that. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, anyway, how about happier memories of Jimmy John's? What are some other things that you guys enjoyed while you were working there? I will say as a delivery driver, just that freedom, man. Like, mm. as much as, like, I make fun of working there, like, it was very chill to work there. Mm. The worst times were when, like... The field manager or whoever would come in, he was a real asshole, and he had to look like you were really cleaning, even though there was nothing to do in the store, or else he would just pick on you. Like, you know, uh, Shan and I had the same, like, area manager, and he was just known to be a big prick. Wow. It's true. Yeah. So, what would actually happen? So, they would come in and time you. You were talking about the Jimmy Tunes before, too. Yeah, Jimmy Tunes was very annoying. Uh, look, we'd listen to the same Mariah Carey song over and over again. Oh, Jimmy John and Mariah Carey guy, huh? Okay. Apparently, yeah. B- a bunch of Beyonce. There are a few good ones on there, but yeah, a lot of most mostly dad rock. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Some dad rock could be good, though. It's true. Oh, I mean, I was saying like, it could have been worse. You know, it could have been all like top 40s, and it wasn't all top 40s. Sure. But mm-hmm. it was still like, of these 200 songs that you will hear, for the next, you know, two mm. weeks that you were here until he adds more on. It felt like his own personal iTunes. Oh, wow. I think it was like, because I don't listen to much like r- like radio of today, you know, like I don't listen mm. to music as it's coming out. I'm usually listening to my own thing. I just remember like the music of the time was when I worked there. I just remember hearing, tonight yeah. 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 we are <laughs> just that song. I heard Radioactive more times than oh, I yeah. ever need to hear. Oh, my God. It started with the whisper. Oh, yeah. And then I'm in a kiss. <laughs> God, it's been a while for that song, too. Yeah, it I had know. its day. It had its day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like one day. Yeah, Literally. exactly. One day. But yeah. yeah, it sounds like I worked there when they were like, yeah, go fast. And then you said you started like 2013 and they were yeah. like, no, chill well, out. I think for like the first two years it was. And then they like told us to stop saying it like that. We're freaky fast. <laughs> I think we still said you buy, we fly, though. Oh, okay. We had to have phrases when we uh, answered the phone yeah. that we had to use. Okay. Yeah, there was like a list of phrases that you had to say whenever you answered the phone. Yeah. So what did you all do there, Shannon? Were you just like line cook or were you like register? Uh, in shopper, please. Oh, I'm sorry. There is a phrase. But I did get 
uh, to become a sub-slinger. So I got my Mayo Master, and I got, I forget what the actual slicing term was. Okay. But basically, they time you for how quick you can open up the bread, put on the uh, accoutrement, mm-hmm. the mayonnaise. There's a technique. Uh, and then time how fast you can put the meats on and wrap it all up. And I can make a sub within five seconds. Wow. And they also time you with uh, slicing. Oh, is that how you almost lost your pinky? No. <laughs> <laughs> Timing people when they're using a slicer seems really, like, misguided, I feel. Yeah. And they would, like, you had to weigh each slice to make sure it's exact, mm-hmm. too. So you had to do all of it at the same time. Because they're laying out, like, pieces of, like, wax paper with, like, yep. the perfect sub amount on each yep. paper. Mm-hmm. I always liked the gutting. The gutting was the technique. The gutting the the top of the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Which I never take those guts out. I want all that bread, baby. Yeah. I like taking them out and then putting them back in. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I again, as an in-shopper that worked there for three years, I experimented a lot with the different varieties. Mm-hmm. So in-shopper, that's the term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, why that? Just because, oh, okay, because you're in-shop. Yes. I see. Okay. <laughs> I'm like thinking like, is it something to base off like like tool shop or like woodworking shop? But no, I get it. No. Yeah, no, just literally in, in the shopper. shop. Yeah. So, in shopper. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the delivery drivers. Mm-hmm. Gotta take useless. out those Dells. Mm-hmm. And so everybody got free subs while they worked there. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One yep. sub per 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 shift. shift. So yeah, if you worked a double, then you got two subs. Mm-hmm. I literally, I think, I lived off of Jimmy John's for those three years. I wow. ate so much Jimmy John's, and you know what? It says something about them that I can still eat it today. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah. So I worked at a pizzeria that I cannot have that kind of pizza anymore because I got so sick of it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I guess there is something, though, about, like, sandwiches, though, in general. Do you ever get tired of a sandwich? I mean, maybe no. you have one every single day. But... Which is why it's a good business model as opposed <laughs> to hot dogs. I suppose maybe that is it, just keeping the hot dogs, right? Did I... you have to sign the non uh, non-compete clause? I don't remember. I'm sure I did. I'm like, I'm, I, you know, back then I was just signing stuff without looking a lot. Oh, yeah. It said you could not work for an, at another place that made or sold sandwiches for like five years. Otherwise, you could be sued. What? <laughs> yeah. That can't be true. Yeah. It's uh-uh. true. Don't like it. They so took it seriously. If you quit Jimmy John's, you cannot work at another sandwich store in five years. If they find out you did. I believe it's five. Could be three. But definitely with an amount of years. Well, I definitely didn't know about that, so I'm glad I didn't start working. (laughs) (laughs) I think they didn't actually follow through with that, but I think it's more along the lines of they don't want you opening up your own sandwich stop and stealing the recipes of very normal subs. Yeah, and there are a lot of good subs in Jimmy John's. There are. Mm, Before we get to specifically Jimmy John's subs, I do want to ask Shannon, is is Jimmy John's your go-to chain sub? Like, if you're like, I'm getting a sub... Is that what you're going to get? I would have said that in 2019, up till 2019. Ooh, so what came in? Pop Bellies, baby. Oh. Pop Bellies, 100% all the way. Take me there right now. I'll I'll give it up for that. I think Pop Bellies is good stuff. I've Herberts only had soup from there. Too. Herbert's and Gerbert's was interesting. I miss mm-hmm. it. But Pop Bellies, man. Yeah. That toasted sub. Uh, I've never had a sandwich from Pop Bellies. Only the soup. You got to do it. I got to try it. A pot belly sandwich is pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. I'll say that when there's a Jersey Mike's in the area, like like they just put one in Holt 
bootleg right next to. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, I said the area. <laughs> Just bleep it out later. I would uh, if Free there if there was a Jersey Mike's close enough. I would never go back to Jimmy John's. Wow. I just really like Jer- I think their meat actually tastes like it's freshly cut. It's a little too sloppy for me. Yeah. I feel like Jersey Mike's is a little too wet. Well, I still th- like it, but. Here's the thing. I'm kind of a sloppy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like a sloppy Sammy. I think that is the one thing about Jersey Mike's. I like the first idea of like putting the oil on the sub. Because there used to be a um, place in Milwaukee, and I think it was a chain for a little bit. It's called uh, Suburbia. Suburbia is still around. Is it? And they yeah, very oily, messy sandwiches. It's very Jersey Mike's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I liked the Jersey Mike sub when I first had it, but then I was like, I don't know that I could have one of these every single time I have a sandwich, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an interesting, interesting question. So I, is Jimmy John's your number one? I think it still might be. Even after tonight, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I made my frustrations clear, but I think it says something about that chain that mm-hmm. I can have a poor experience multiple times with Jimmy John's. They've had some trouble, especially the store we're talking about. But I think the food's always good. Like, there's never like, oh, it's late and it sucks. Like, you know, it's like, oh, dang it, it's good, good sub. <laughs> but I don't know. I think though, if you if we actually had to rank sandwich chains. Yeah, pot belly. I might give it to not, especially because the shakes are really good too. Shakes mm, and they got mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah, we'll do a pot belly episode. It sounds days. like, but it sounds like I need to try some stuff. Like you I want to shake some mac and cheese. And they got me. salads too, which is always Salad. nice option. I think that's what I always liked about pot belly too. Is that, and maybe this is the one detriment of Jimmy John's. Is this very much just sandwiches, chips, cookies, pickles. But, like, yeah, pot belly, you can get a salad, you can get a soup, you can get a shake, you can get ice cream, you can get sandwich, you can get different types of sandwiches, toasted, cold. And now it sounds like we're just like, <laughs> well, that's, well, particularly with Jimmy John's, it's not that they just have sandwiches, chips, and all that, is they just have cold sandwiches. Right. Which I'm going to bring it back to my guy, Jersey Mike's, has got a whole menu of hot sandwiches, too, yeah. we'll say. So does Pop Bellies. Those See, I might have to do a Pop Bellies episode. So is Quiznos, though. Where's Quiznos fall on? The- <laughs> but you know you can't forget about Schlotzky's. Oh, <laughs> my God. Don't even bring up Schlotzky's I, Deli in here. I can't remember if Schlotzky's or Quiznos is the circle sandwich. Which one was, like, the small was it's, a small? Schlotzky's. Schlotzky's. That yeah, used to be That used to be good. That used to be good. That used to, I, I did a little <laughs> bit of a... <laughs> I think the only it one I know around here now <laughs> is like Menominee Falls area. Yeah. There's one in Stalis, but I don't know if it's still open. I just know I've seen like the, right. the sign. Next time, we each order like a sub from all these places. Don't well, even... We, we talked about this in the I've last episode. I've been pitching episode. this for pizza, blind, which is a show and tell test, episode. Blind test. Yeah. No, we can't know what each sub actually is. And then we look at which ones we like the most. It's funny because, yeah, when we did the wing episode recently, we brought that up, too. They're like, I think the next one is going to be a sandwich tournament because that might be the logical next step. What are you going to have? It's like it's all like pub grub. It's wings. It's uh, pizza. It's sandwiches. Right. Like this Mm -hmm. is all stuff you can get at a bar. I kind of like something about that. But uh, not to get too far away from Jimmy John's, because we were talking about it. they are. It's very much a lunch place in my mind. Right? right. There's dinner rush, which we experienced tonight. But I think if you ask somebody when you're going to have Jimmy John's, it's going to be lunch, right? 2 a.m. 
Or two well, yeah, that's yeah, it's thing. late night. Yeah, it's it, also it is the almost other half. for sure my go-to. Oh, like bars are closing. Brady Street's usually open to two or three mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's either lunch or even like that next. I've even had it for like the next day after partying at mm-hmm. like eleven or yes. noon. But yeah, I feel like then it's either like afternoon or late at night or early in the day. Yeah. Like it's never like because I want a hot sandwich for dinner. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So what's interesting, though, is that they have a BLT. And I think one of the things I do like about Jimmy John's is the bacon, even though it's cold. It's pre-cooked bacon. Right. But it's always kind of crisp. It's kind of tasted like I had in my Cubano. And I'm like, like, you could actually kind of feel a crunch when you're eating it. I love that. Yeah. It's I think, cold. I think it's the best pre-made, pre-cooked yeah. bacon in yes. all of fast food. That I will say. And I think... Wow. Anything you can get with bacon at Jimmy John's, you're going to be pretty happy with, like a BLT or a Cubano or whatever. I, do they even have anything else? Ultimate Porker, yeah, which is they, a big fan of mine. The, what's the Club Lulu? Yeah, Club Which Lulu. is turkey and uh, bacon. Bacon. So we do have to talk about, I think, maybe some of our orders, and particularly one person's order here. Because Jimmy John's is known for one particular mm-hmm. sandwich that kind of rules them all. The gargantuan. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have worked there for three years yeah. and never tried it. I always thought it sounded kind of disgusting. Mm-hmm. I was like, who wants all of the meat on one sandwich? Yeah. I don't need that. But you know what? Many years later, had it today. I'm giving it the thumbs up. Yeah. I thought it was good. I would do it again. So it was worth all the hype you've been experiencing for all that time. See, I feel like my friends were like, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think because, like, here's something I got to say about sandwiches, which you guys, well, you know for sure, and I've talked to you, I don't like lettuce and tomato on my sandwiches. I like mm. those things. I love it in a salad, but on my sandwich, I like vinegary peppers as my veggie. And so, like, that'd be my problem with the gargantua now is I think you need some of that extra stuff yeah. to, like, mix with Balance. the meat. Because, like, meat. Yeah. I, I used to just get the garg, no veg, cherry peppers and mayo. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, it was just, like, a meat sleeve going in. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. What, um, what about a burger? Do you have lettuce and tomato on burgers? No. No? Okay. Maybe you just don't like, like, that kind of, like, wet, warm Because, like, if I'm at lettuce. home, like, I love... Fresh spinach on a sandwich. Okay. Like, I think I just have to be in charge. And I like le- big leafy pieces. But when it's that shredded gunk, no, mm-hmm. I'm not about Fair. that life. I have a good gargantuan story. And then I'm going to segue this into another thing. I, I also have a gargantuan story. I want to hear both your guys' okay. gargantuan We're stories. We're going to do gargantuan stories. And then I have another thing I'll ask you guys. So, why don't you go first, Shannon? I want to hear Okay. Well, story. my gargantuan story was. Um, there was one time I was helping the, uh, manager open. And so I was cutting the wheat bread. I was cutting the lettuce, having all the, the pre stuff. And my manager tells me, tells me, uh, I'm going to quit today. Wow. He's like, I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. And I was like, okay, that's what you want to do. He's like, but I'm going to go out with some flair. And I was like, okay. He's like, all right, right when at 10 o'clock when we open, I want you to make me a gargantuan. I'm going to pay for it. And I want you to hand it to me. And then I'm going to walk out as soon as the people come up for their shift, and I'm going to chuck it into the fan. <gasps> and he did. And he paid a driver $10 to clean it up. But he was like, yep, fuck this place. <laughs> I'm wow. out. Wow. So for Splattered. anyone who doesn't know, a gargantuan is salami, capicolo, turkey, roast beef, ham, provolone, 
onion, lettuce, tomato, mayo, oil and vinegar, and oregano basil. And if you're feeling saucy, they do have the gargantuan with bacon. And tuna fish. Just kidding. They, <laughs> they should have just put that tuna in there. That's cowards. Put it all there. That, so put it down, down the line. I'm envisioning all these ingredients all over the place. That's kind yes. of ridiculous. Splattered. It was great. It just hits the fan and like goes in slow-mo and Ave Maria plays. I could probably find the video if people want to see it someday. Oh, yeah. If there's video, yeah, you'll have to show us after the Put it on the gram. Yeah. (laughs) So my gargantuan story, I mean, you know, limited time I worked there, right? But whenever people order the gargantuan, it was always a moment to behold for me because I went, God, I just love watching people put all this stuff on there. We had an order, though, the special, so you can custom order it, right? And there's a guy that ordered a double gargantuan. And I am like, I really hope I get to deliver this sandwich because I need to see the person that's ordering a double gargantuan. <laughs> and I just remember watching one of the guys, one of the one of the uh, in-shoppers making the sandwich and he's double layering everything on, on this bread. And he had to use the knife and another knife to like <laughs> close the sandwich because there was so much stuff in between it. He could barely even get the bread to like close on itself. I mean, we're talking about like, I mean, I'm, I'm showing here, it's probably about a good six to eight inches of like just. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm getting like a little turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so they wrapped this thing. I look like I got a football on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, and I, my t- my number got called, so I got the ticket. I went to take it, and it's actually a uh, a guy I knew from high school. Not not personally knew him well, but I, I've seen him around. And this kid is five foot even, probably not even a hundred pounds, soaking wet, and just the nerdiest looking little dude. And he was just stoned off his ass. <laughs> and he walks outside. And he's like, "Hey, I know you. I've seen you around school." And I was like. Here is your enormous sandwich. I'm also I'm kind of tempted to to stay and watch you eat this. It's ridiculous, but yeah, I would just could not believe it. that thing was as big as like his arm. I hate guys like that. Probably didn't gain any weight from it. Probably not. No, but it was just very funny. Um, do you have a gargantuan story, friend? <sighs> Too many. No, I I used to get the garg, and I I was about it. I think the roast beef is pretty good. It yeah. is pretty good. The roast beef is a tasty one. I really recommend, because it's funny, you said oregano and basil, and I never knew there was basil in it, but I always suspected there was basil, mm-hmm. because when you get a the whole grain with the roast beef, the provolone, and then you get the oregano, basil, and the mayo, mm-hmm. it kind of gives you almost like a boisson cheese it flavor. Does, yeah. And that's... That's my, oh, I don't want to give it away, but that's one of my favorite things. When you get almost that boisson cheese taste when you're eating that roast beef. Oh, it's yeah. good stuff. I uh, will make a suggestion on mine where I want the oregano right in the bread because I feel like it pops more. Mm. Wow. That's a good suggestion. That's actually a pretty good one, too. Yeah. So you really get that flavor in there. It's mm-hmm. almost like Italian. Yeah, yeah. it's like a little pizza Yeah, I like it. I like it. What about like memorable stories you guys have from working there that aren't involving the gargantuan? Uh, I feel like I don't know if mine are rated well enough to speak on this podcast. <laughs> we don't have a filter. Mm-mm. If you if you don't really feel comfortable yeah. sharing, you don't have to. I mean, there's people that 
uh, people who worked there that banged into in the bathroom and it broke the sink. That happened. Oh. <laughs> what? Um, I mean, people banged all the time at Jimmy John's. Again, it's kind of a summer camp. Everyone's mm-hmm. banging. Oh, my God. In um, the store, though, while they're working? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then there was one time uh, a a guy got robbed, uh, one of the drivers, which was fairly, not fairly often, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy who robbed him came back in the store. Oh, my God. And the guy who had just gotten robbed, robbed had gone back to his car, was getting his topper to put off his car, bring it back in, sees the other guy, smacks him over the head with the topper. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. So I mean, it's some pretty crazy stuff. Holy cow. That's insane. <laughs> Why did he go back in the store after he robbed the guy? To buy a sub. He's like, you know what sounds good? Oh <laughs> I saw God. a guy with a topper. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why yeah. he came back in. Yeah, I just remember like having some good like hangout parties after at like the Jimmy Trap House, as they would call it. Yeah. Uh, I remember one, there was like a big party, and there was like a bottle of Sailor Jerry's, like a handle of it. And there was like this couple here that no one really knew. And... They, there was this point where the bottle disappeared. Everyone's freaking out. They're oh, like, oh, yeah. where'd the booze go? And they're looking at, like, this couple's there. And everyone's like, who, who are these people? Like, And eventually they get called out. And, like, there's this this talk that someone saw them take the bottle and put in the trunk of their car. Oh, no. And so at one point they get up to go. And the whole party, I didn't see this, but, like, non-violently confronted them around the car, like, in a circle around the car, and they gave it back. And it was just, like, the weirdest (laughs) experience, because I didn't go, because I'm an anxious person. I sat, and I was like, that sounds like trouble. I'm not going to go watch this. (laughs) I don't know. That memory stays out. (laughs) That does sound pretty wild, though. Man, there are some eccentric people that were Well, there was one time where one guy got fired, and he was really pissed. And he came back and cut all the phone lines. Oh, so that, I mean, wow. you know, yeah, a lot of a lot of fun fun people work there. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly sounds like it. I had one good delivery story. I'd like all to right, share let's hear it. Guys. So I had like the last delivery of the night. So it was like after hours, like our store closed at nine o'clock. So sorry, Shannon. I know Brady's probably open forever and ever. I never worked the late shift. Oh, uh, okay. I was too sleepy. Ah, <laughs> I did one. Good excuse. And I still left early. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a store closure at nine o'clock. And I remember I had like one last order coming at 845. And they're like, well, we got to take it. I'm like, oh, come on. And I went, I had to go like halfway across town. And kind of like on the cusp of like going to the next town over. So it's sort of some unknown territory for me. And there's just a lot of like dark condos and stuff. And I'm just like, where am I? And finally I found it. And it was like, took me like a half hour. And I apologize to the guy. You went and got to the door. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't find your place. He's like, oh, no worries. No worries, man. He goes, hey, uh, things are ringing. Do you want to come in here for a second? And I was like, no, but he's like, no, no, I'll get your money. He's like, come in here. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. What am I going to get into here? And I walk in and it's just like this like total hippie apartment. And this guy just looks like an old kind of like burned out dude. And he's like, he's like, you like all this stuff? And I'm looking around (laughs) and there are guitars all over the wall. There's like trophies and stuff. I'm like, wait, what is this place? And he goes, oh, he goes. Yeah, he goes, uh, my brother was a bassist for Tom Petty. He's like, he's like, so, but my, my brother died, and uh, he's like, so he, I inherited all his stuff. It's like, those are his guitars that's signed by the whole band. He's like, I got one with, like, 
Boss Gags on there and Boss Gags? You know Shuffle Boss Gags? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, look, we even got some of their awards. He's like, look, this is an MTV Music Award. You want to hold it? And I was like, what? And I got like a little astronaut in my hand. I was like, this is insane. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, here, here's one of Tom Petty's guitar picks. You can take that. Like, he's like, man, thanks for coming out. Thanks for letting me rap and like showing you my stuff. He goes, I'll order again. He's like, come and hang out. I'm like, I was like, well, I'd love to come and hang out. I'm like, I got plans tonight. And, but you know, it's really great meeting you. And I'm just oh. like, I went from like, oh my God, this guy's going to shank me and put me in his basement yeah. to like, this is really cool. <laughs> Did you ever go back? No. <laughs> I just like the idea of anytime I have someone at my house, I'm just going to be like, so you like all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a free couch I picked up. <laughs> I feel like that is the kind of person, though, that, like, you have to be in order to have that stuff in there. You have to be just very, like, come on in. Come on, yeah. <laughs> So that was one of my last, like, Jimmy Johnson memories. I think it was, like, one of, like, literally two weeks before I quit. So it was wow. kind of a cool little, like, ending note for my career there. Yeah, high note. I will just say on that, I also remember, like, having, like, people at the house when I, I used to live in river west when i was going to college and we'd order jimmy john's and invite the jimmy john's driver upstairs to let's just say hang out yeah and they were always willing to hang eat, out for eat a some while. sandwiches yeah eat some other. sandwiches for a little while for sure that was always fun thing to do when you've had a couple of drinks like i'm gonna say the delivery guy wants to come up and eat sandwiches with us <laughs> for a little bit what do you think the average age of a jimmy john's employee Nine? No, I was gonna say nineteen, but I feel that's too old. We had a pretty good variety. Honestly, I would say average when I worked there was probably like twenty to like twenty-seven. Yeah. Uh, but we had a couple like older people, like some people were like forties, fifties, and mm-hmm. then some younger kids. But I feel like we didn't have too many young kids. It was pretty rare to have like a high schooler at Brady Street, at least. Yeah. Well, especially right there though, too. It's yeah. a little more. Mature area. Well, yeah. that's what I was saying. Yeah, I feel you'd have a few older people because you're like in Brady Street too. Oh yeah, because like, we were kind of in the suburbs at Glendale. But we did have one guy in his 40s who was very unhappy to be working there, and yeah, like yeah. we knew about it every time. I feel a lot of those jobs. There's always that guy. You do have one. Most people who guys. are in between jobs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. People who are just they're just paying the bills while they're at school or whatever, right. or doing whatever. Yeah. But there's there's always some interesting interesting people there but i I would definitely say i had a lot of good experiences with people there i think without jimmy jones i don't think i'd be milwaukee today really i think i would have moved out of state but i think because of my jimmy jones experience i got to meet a lot more people i got to know milwaukee a lot more because i went to school for like marquette and i was just on campus until i started working at jimmy jones that's rad yeah, I think so. that's super cool that you worked at like a poppin' location. Oh yeah, yeah, well, super especially fun. one that left that much of an impact on you. Which brings me to a, a segue here to do our coulda, woulda, shoulda. If you did have to change anything about your experiences, Shannon, or maybe anything that you would change in general about Jimmy John's moving forward, what would you do? Well, I was going to say the big game hunting thing. He definitely (laughs) shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. In terms of what I would like, I would love the option to, like, keep the bread guts for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, really, I think they shouldn't change much, though. I kind of, every time they have a rotating menu item, I don't think it's that good. Yeah. Like, I like it when they just keep 
Did keep you, what they do well. Did you try the roast beef cruncher, either of you? No. The blue cheese thing? No. It was just like roast beef and like cheddar. No, I I got the blue cheese thing and regretted it when same. I smelt it. I got the same thing and I was like, you know, it disappointed me. And I think I got the garden fresh one too once and it also disappointed me. Go- mm. Cold blue cheese and steak is kind of disgusting. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I had the roast beef, like it was like onion rings were on it. It was like just, or like cold onion mm. rings. And so like, that's what's weird about it. Like where the cold bacon kind of works for the crunch, the cold onion rings did not. Yeah, I'd say any of these new things they've been trying, stop doing that and yeah. just do what you do well, mm-hmm. and maybe let Shaq be your spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> pull a pull a Papa John's and just yeah. bring Shaq in instead. That would be pretty good. What about hot sandwiches? Would you guys put those on the menu? I would be afraid that they'd mess with what they got going on. You know what I mean? I feel like we got the hot sub locations. I just don't want them to mess up their good recipes. But wouldn't you want a hot? What? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a hot BLT, you go to Zana's. Oh, Zana's. That's the second time this has got called I out. Like two up, episodes. I brought up Zana's on the wing episode because I said oh, great wings, so, great it, fries. They're sleeper. And the thing I love about their BLT in a place I've never seen anywhere else is their bacon's chopped. Oh. And so every single bite, you get bacon. Oh, I like that. That's smart. It's so good. Clearly, this is a restaurant I need to go to because I've never been there. <laughs> I mean, you can't really. It's not like you sit down. Mm. There's no seats. Mm. Wow. No. Well, I'll, I'll have to like pick it up and bring it here. Yeah. A Zane is special. That would yeah. be for like oh. Patreon. That would be a Patreon <laughs> the fries episode. Some milkshake. Yeah. Ooh, the fries so in their good. ranch they make. That's all I need. Like they they had great other food, but if I could pick anything, large order fries in their ranch. Mm. That was so my good. favorite. Okay. Yeah, what, were there some menu items that you guys would add to Jimmy John's if you could? No. No. <laughs> wow, really? No. Wait, I, uh, the other thing I might change is I also kind of agree with you about the shredded lettuce aspect. Sometimes it's a little too stringy. Mm-hmm. I would love it if you could just literally get like long iceberg pieces of lettuce because I think it'd be just as refreshing. And like they wouldn't have to get any new ingredients. And I, I would like it more. Mm. For sure. <laughs> I like that. Well, I'll give you one that I would add. And you guys tell me what you think about this one. I've never been a tuna fan. Everybody loves tuna salad or tuna. I like chicken salad. And I think a chicken salad sandwich okay. would play. Okay. Didn't they have a chicken sandwich for a little bit here? I think it was one of the rotating menu ones. Yeah. But it was like grilled or something. Yeah. But I mean like chicken salad, make it just like your, your tuna salad where you got to scoop it all out. Like that. I, would I be, like that I idea. I think it'd be really good on the bread that they got. I'm here for it. Especially on that wheat bread. Mm. And even though I don't like the wheat bread... It would be a good mix. Yeah. So what else would you would you add your coulda, woulda, shouldas? I think I would love it. Like, so there's a gas station in Maryland, well, just East Coast in general, called Sheets that does a really good sub sandwich. And something that they have is they have their usual turkey, mm-hmm. and then they have a premium, like, nice turkey. And you can taste the difference. I'd love it if they would do that with one of their meats. Like, I whether it's the turkey or just plussing up the Italian meat. Because I'll always oh, get yeah. the Italian because I love Italian subs. But I think their Capicolan salami is kind of shitty. Yeah. No. No, you, you're saying no, it's not shitty? I love their salami. Uh, well, I don't think bad salami is good salami is the thing. I just think it's not. It could be better. I 
I'm not a big fan of the salami, but I do like the capicola. See, I'm like the, the opposite. Capicola. I love their salami. I don't love their capicola. Should I order without capicola? Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Learning something about each other here today. Wow. <laughs> I would like kind of a build your own. Like, I'm sure you can do all the editing that you want, but I would love like more of a build your own sub, like kind of that Taco Bell vibe. You were yeah. saying more customization because yeah. I'd love to put like capicola and turkey on a sandwich yeah. or something. And let me get, I mean, you technically can. You just would have to pay extra for it. Yeah. yeah. But I'd love to be able to get more freaky with how I want it ordered. Because I worked there for three years, I definitely experimented with a lot of different things. And I'm like, man, I want my onions chopped. I want them underneath the layer of bread guts. I want, you know, like all these like weird different things. It is weird that when you go into a certain sandwich, they only limit your ingredients you can add or make easier yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, why do you limit it to this? And I'm sure they've had people be like, well, you know, this would go well. Like peppers go good on a roast beef sandwich or yeah. whatever. But like, I don't understand why it's always limited to like, yep, just that thing. Like, what if I want to put just tuna fish on it? You know, I, I wouldn't because I hate tuna. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll amend that. I've actually had some raw seared tuna recently. <laughs> that doesn't start. count. <laughs> had it like on sushi. Ooh. Ooh. But tuna salad. No, not a tuna salad fan. I just don't like the celery and onion in any sort of tuna or chicken salad. Y'all are tripping. Yeah. I love it. Ooh. It's on my top three. Oh, should, should we get into that? I think we could we could do it. But do you guys have anything else you want to share just about Jimmy John's in general? No. <laughs> I think mm. I've said a lot. You said and enough. And I stand by. I think most mm-hmm. of it. I stand by a good bit of. But what I reserve I said here the right today. to retract everything and redact uh, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, I think it's it's a good blend here that we had today, where Fred was a dedicated delivery driver. I was delivery, who also made sandwiches. Shannon being dedicated in, in shopper, <laughs> <laughs> and you basically delivered to a famous person. Yeah, twice removed. Kind of. <laughs> I have another delivery story about that, but that's a different restaurant at a different episode. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, some some local sports celebrities, but uh, anyway, pocketed that for now. I want to hear from your guys' experience now. What are your top three? Sandwiches from Jimmy John's for our power rankings of the week. All right. Shannon, why don't you kick us off? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I the number nine is always a classic, the Italian sub. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong. Again, I love the salami. I feel like it has all the accoutrement. I also put mayonnaise on it because I'm disgusting and American. Um, and it's good. My other number... Two, I guess, would be the Pepe, which is just the ham and cheese, because mm. it just it hits the spot. I feel like when you're really drunk, sometimes you want something a little, nothing too crazy. Um, and then my third one, I think, is going to be the most controversial. It's a tuna fish sandwich, but on an unwitch. Oh, oh, with bread guts, easy deej on there, and cheese. Wow. Delicious. 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 It is my favorite. I'm actually going to be my number one. Look, I'm not here to yuck somebody else's yum. (laughs) If you like that, you like it. You don't like Dijon? No, I do like Dijon. I feel like having mustard with tuna fish is like a natural... It's a choice because I don't like tuna fish in China. Yeah, so but like, you I'm know, just imagining. Picture in chicken salad. Maybe the mustard is the key to getting in. It could know. be. I don't think you'd like it if you don't like tuna. But <laughs> I'm sure. It's all I that mayo. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
But good good choices though overall. I think especially the Pepe is such a a simple but effective one. Their ham it sings yeah, on that it Pepe. Really does. There, I mean, there's a reason they have that porker sandwich, right? Their, their pork products are they're, they're pretty good mm-hmm. yeah. all around. Yeah, I'd say the ham is ham their is like best meat. meat. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. I would too. Would you put that as one of your top three sandwiches, though, Fred? Yes and no. I'll say I'll do my three. My number three is the ultimate porker. It can be a little bit overwhelming because it's the bacon and the ham, but it's just pretty tasty. Like you said, that bacon is on point. My number two was kind of what I said before, the whole grain with the double roast beef, the Hunter's Club, mm, I think it is, yeah. with uh, mayo, extra oregano and basil and provolone. It comes with Dijon, doesn't it? I don't do the Dijon. I just like the mayo with the uh, spices. I think that, the meat and the cheese, I don't do cherry peppers on it either. Ooh. And that's big for me because I like everything spicy, but I let that sing by itself. And then I'd say number one is the Italian nightclub. I'll give out an honorable mention, though. I do like a turkey, sprouts, and Dij sandwich, which, like, that's another thing we didn't talk about with Jimmy John's was, like, are the sprouts going to give me diarrhea this week? No, no. Because, like, the thing was, like, they would bring them back and take them away because of E. coli. They were not there for the majority of my time working. Oh, I bet. Because I think during my time, which was, like, a little bit before yours, they were bringing them and taking them back. Bring them, taking them back because of E. coli. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I worked there 15 years ago. I don't know if I mentioned that even yet. But in 2008, I mean, we were pretty prevalent of just using sprouts and everything. And people would just be, have to be very vigilant about not wanting sprouts on their subs. <laughs> and I'm like, you probably made a good decision in hindsight. Well, if you've ever had like a really fresh, good sandwich with nice sprouts, it's one of the best things ever. Yeah. It's definitely, it's yeah, like you said, it's refreshing. I think that's mm-hmm. the right way to put it. So my number three sandwich, and I had to think about this too, but I think after actually talking to you guys, you helped me move one up. I'm going to go with that Pepe. I think the, the, the ham is the right choice. It's so simple, but it's so good. It's every the, time. With the provolone, just mm. nails it. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the JJBLT. I don't <laughs> know. I'm a weirdo like that. I love that bacon, and I don't love it with a lot of other stuff. That's why I wanted the Cubano tonight. I went with the Cubano to try, and I'm like, I like it with the ham. I think I like each of these on their own, where they are the hero of the sandwich. Mm-hmm. But then number one, I got to go with that Hunter's Club. And I'll lay, I'll lay down French bread, though, because I just love that roast mm-hmm. beef taste. I'm a roast beef boy at the end nice. of the day. And <laughs> especially a little roast beef and cheddar with some Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's where it's at. I, I mean, I can always be sold on that. It was interesting because I went through my head and I was like, do I actually really like any of the Italian sandwiches? And I think I've always kind of, this is maybe the Jersey Mike's thing, too. I think they're almost just a little too oily for me. I can eat them every once in a while, and they're always tasty. But I'm like, I can't necessarily say it's it's one I'll consistently come back to. I think it's hard to get that balance, especially like we said, we like mayo on it. Yeah, and I get the mayonnaise and no sauce. Oh, good, no sauce. See, that's that's probably smart. Like, I want both, but I want them to be in the right amounts because yeah. you get it sometimes if it's too sloppy. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, I would do easy sauce. But if, if I had it my perfect world, I think I would do easy sauce on half the sub. So oh. then my remaining half would be no sauce. Ooh, I kind of like, like that, Like, just though. to have, like, a little bit of it. Because I feel like I'd get sick of it. Yeah. 
Can you actually do that in the custom menu? Can you do half no. a sandwich? Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, you can cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, again, I, if I was working, I'd make it for you, Tom. Oh, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm bummed I never got to go to the Jimmy John's while you guys are working. Or maybe I did and didn't even realize oh, it. I you feel like did. I probably went to one of them. You had to have gone to the Brady Street sometime in 2013 to 2015. You know, actually, it's not unlikely, but I think it was more late night, which you said you never worked a lot of late night But shifts. I'd still go in. I, I would uh, go out drinking, and then I'd stumble into Jimmy John's and have one of the drivers drive me home. <laughs> nice. I, I don't know that it's the best sandwich chain out there, but it is definitely the one for late night. I will say there is something about knowing that it's there for you. It's a nice little like pillow waiting for you if you ever need that stuff. So that'll bring us to the end of the episode here, guys. Um, like we've said, all we need to say about Jimmy John's for today, but Shannon, would you like to plug anything you have coming up? Sure. Uh, when is this show coming out? So we are going to be next Thursday. So the 10th. All right. Well, I have, uh, two shows coming up, uh, February 23rd at Sugar Maple, Ooh. my, uh, improv group called sports bra we're a all-women group that we uh get audience suggestions about their adolescence embarrassing stories and then we reenact it to how it probably went on stage and then my the same group will also be doing a show on the 4th of march i believe at lacage uh, and it will be uh, hosted by a nudist group. Whoa. So I believe uh, some of the audience members will be nude. Okay. <laughs> wow. We will not be. <laughs> we will be clothed. I was going to say that would be bold if we you guys decided to go and do that naked but if improv. if you're comfortable <laughs> with other people near you being unclothed. That is a heck of a Feel spot. free to come out. <laughs> is there anywhere they can get tickets for either of those shows? Uh, no. I think I'm not sure about the nudist group uh, exactly. I believe it's open to the public. I apologize <laughs> in advance if it's not open to the public. For the sugar maple one, you just buy there at the door, and you could do Venmo or cash. Okay, sounds good. So yeah, twenty third, eight p.m. Sugar maple. For twenty third, good teams at some good venues. Mm-hmm. How about you, Fred? What do you got coming up? I don't have anything coming up till our next episode, so I'll just save it for that episode. All right. Sounds good. You should plug the next episode. Yes. We will plug the next episode. (laughs) We should plug the next episode. I'll give a quick plug for State of the Franchise because I don't have any shows or anything coming up. I will say support your local arts. I love that people are adding that. And truthfully, if you're listening out here, go and support your local arts. Go check out a show. There's a lot of cool venues. Sugar Maple, as Shannon mentioned, is an awesome bar with really cool taps on the wall. So... Go enjoy a show, have a drink. It's a great time. State of the Franchise. We are on Instagram, State of the Franchise. We are on Facebook, State of the Franchise, Tom and Fred. We are on Twitter at SOTF Pod. You can also email us if you'd like to, State of the Franchise Podcast at gmail.com. That's it for right now. We might be on TikTok one day, but not yet. Fred and I got to figure out the whole video thing. We got to learn how to TikTok. We got to learn how to TikTok first. You can also donate to the show uh, at buymeacoffee.com slash SOTF. One-time donations or repeat donations are encouraged but not required. All we require is your loyal listening and that you come back and check us out 
and recommend us to friends. And stay tuned for next time when we'll be talking about video game composer of a few small titles you've ever heard of um, Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda named Koji Kondo. Oh, I'm very excited for that. That's going to be amazing. Ah, uh, it's music to my ears, Fred. What? <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> Should be a good time. Thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll see you then. Bye. Hello, is this the State of the Franchise? Yep. The podcast about franchises of all shapes and sizes and types? Yep. I like to order an episode for delivery. Mm-hmm. You can... <laughs> You knew, you knew I wasn't going to get it the first time. Okay. <clears throat>